Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the classic world of darkness. We're all friends, we're here to have fun, but our story can include graphic violence, drug use, sexual content, and other mature themes. We've talked at our table about safety, comfort, and consent, both as players and storytellers. We know what to expect, we're all excited to be here, and we want you to feel the same. So listener discretion is advised. Now, let's walk the Path of Night. Last time on Path of Night. The Quartery rallied at Miles' Haven to prepare for their trip to New York City so that they can pick up a mysterious acquaintance of Kabir's. As they prepared, Archon Peterson arrived alongside a woman named Lucida to reclaim the hunting box left in Miles' care and to take the Ventru's midnight blue Ferrari. Soon after, the group hits the road headed to New York. The van takes off, and together... The Quartery has small talk, listens to music. On more than one occasion, the group of you find yourselves actually singing along. At a certain point, you cross the state border, and it's around then that all of you get the feeling that kindred get when they are far from the safety of their havens, their boons and allies. And you descend into what you know is territory that is controlled by the Sabbat. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I, I always kind of imagined that if I didn't end up being embraced, you know, maybe I would actually get up to the radio or something, like do like a radio morning show, and I'd be like the Johnny the Hound or Johnny Kung Fu or, you know, some kind of like, you know, weird morning persona. I don't know. Johnny Kung Fu, huh? Yeah. I mean, I... he spent a lot of time on the road, I mean, and leaves impressions. That'd be pretty cool. I'd listen to it. I don't know. I haven't really listened to music since Woodstock. I haven't really gotten into a whole lot. Mm. Like, not at all? Oh, no, I've listened to it. Like, it comes on. I just haven't found anything that kind of, like, inspired me since Woodstock. Miles, weren't you, like, a music producer before uh, you were embraced? Why were you using the past tense? Oh, well, I suppose you you still have your uh, your your little venture claws and all that kind of world, huh? I'm still doing productions. How do you think I keep track of musicians and such? Never really kind of put that together, but that makes sense. Yes, I'm still involved in that and still putting together, but I have less of a public face than I used to be. But I make deals happen. <sighs> Does leaving always feel like this? She's looking at Johnny as she asks. To be honest, I uh, I try not to think about it too much. Honestly, most, most of the thing about driving is just being aware of what's going on ahead of the, ahead of you. It's just awareness and putting yourself into the right situation. So it's just a lot of forethought and planning out your route and then just being casual about it. But, uh, in the back of your head, there there is that worry. It's weird because I didn't... I used to go to New York City all the time and it never really bothered me. And now when the border crossing sign happens, it's like a whole different world. It's like part of me is just... Happy to get some space between the problems back home, I, I guess. But the other part of me is thinking about, well, everything else. Yeah, I, I don't think I have it as bad as you guys. Gangrel wander, and as long as there's ground around, I'm safe from the sun. So, I mean, it's, I get it, being far from home, but I don't know that it's any worse for me right now than any other time. Do you think we'll be followed? No, I think uh, 
you know, considering the the, uh, the vehicle we're in, the fact that we're just moving along on the highway, Sabat territory is never fun to travel through, but uh, it takes them a little bit to organize and track down. So you don't think that Britta just kind of looks down uh, at her hands and she rings them for a second before she says, if, if Vito were following us, this would be a good time to get some allies. Yeah, well... I don't think he's going to follow us. Very honestly, I don't think he's going to go too far from that house. He did seem to have a connection. He was very worried about it before we took him out of there. Speaking of which, we, we really do have to get back to that house sooner than later. Yeah, I was wondering if during the time period when if you had looked in and upon it or heard anything from Raven. Nothing about the house, no. And I didn't want to go back on my own. It's. I wasn't sure. The spiritual landscape there isn't safe for anything, and um, I, it's not a place to go alone. It was always something I meant to deal with, but with Vito escaping, it's been difficult to nail down. I mean, what can we really do about that house? Do you think it would even, if we had enough to get rid of it? Explosives or fire or... Vito didn't think that would make a difference, though. He might have been bluffing. Exactly. I think... I think if it's something that's survived this long, I think it's going to take a lot more than just physical fire. I was hoping that Raven might have some more information since it was one of her major projects, it seems like. I can talk to her about it. And according to other information, Nyx might be helpful in locating Vito. We do need to talk to Nyx at some point. Mm. Yes, I'd really like that. She's the Malk Primogen? She is the Primogen of the Malkavians. Seems to make other Malkavians uncomfortable, from what I've heard. Maybe she'd be more open to it now that you're a primogen, too. Maybe. Worth having a discussion with her. For now, I mean, we have to figure out what to do about the house, but also what to do about... Well, to be honest, after Johnny, you turned him and everything, I kind of thought, I suppose if we get him... Well, where are we bringing him to? Vito? Yeah. I definitely thought we'd have him more under control, but... Honestly, I feel like bringing him back to my place is probably the safest option. Right, but he's got to go somewhere. A lot of people want him. we got to figure out who we're giving him to. Right. I think the best bet is to try and give him the, have your sire deal with him. That's going to mean political shitfuckery in the domain, though, because people in the domain want him. Really, it's just Reese last time I checked. So it's Reese... Uh, my sire are the last two people that I know that are wanting him, though. Reese doesn't still have anything over you, right? When? Not me. Well, if Reese wants Not him, Joey. that would mean that his grace wants him as well. Not necessarily. I mean, he would back whatever Reese wanted, but Roland doesn't seem to really care as long as the problem is dealt with. I mean, it would make sense for the prince to want Reese to study him. Vita was saying that thing needed feeding, right? I believe he's still going back to that house, yes. I think that's that house is how we're gonna is one of two ways we're gonna figure out where he is. I just I'm not sure what's down there and I'm very inclined to just light it all on fire even if he did say it wasn't going to work. I just I don't know. I mean to be fair, the main the main reason we wanted Vito in the first place was as leverage against Shaw. Shaw's no longer in the picture. Taking Vito out might be the best thing to do at this point. If he can be taken out. I'm pretty sure we all can die. 
with the right tools, yeah. I have very strong concerns facing him again. Yeah, I can imagine. No, we need to pick our own grounds this time. Last time was a surprise. Was it? I mean, we walked in looking to, to apprehend him. Right, but the fight had gotten chaotic. We had spread out and stumbled upon him without us all being grouped up and still dealing with the different issues. I think it would have been different if we'd been I'm starting to wonder together. If, yeah. if the books, the copies that he had might have some information on how to destroy the thing in the basement. That's worth a shot. I can definitely start perusing those with a little more earnestness. Definitely not my area. I th- I think if you look into those, you should do it with us around. I don't think it's a sm- smart idea to be reading whatever pages he was scrolling away by yourself. I'm pretty much solidly of the opinion that none of us should be doing anything by ourselves right now. That's true. We've talked multiple times about being on the buddy system, so we should continue to do so. Yeah. All right. It makes sense to look into the book and to consider whether or not Vito's worth more dead or alive, but, well, between the two options, which one actually helps us? I mean, Reese, who knows why Reese wants him, probably to figure out what kind of magic he has going on or what kind of wooge he's got going on. I thought your sire, Miles, wanted him so that he could apprehend Shaw. So is he still even interested in him? I'm not entirely sure. I think he still might be of interest, but I'd planned on asking him next time I saw him. You saw how well that went. Yeah, that was a weird interaction tonight. Shaw wanted him because he was full of information. Right. Getting rid of him is a good thing, but it does turn off that type of information. But information is always a double-edged sword. We're also not entirely sure whose side he's on. In a way, if we can get him to turn against, let's say, the killing spree and such like that, it would be not a bad ally to have. We've seen the things that he can do. I think if we have a chance at turning him, I think Britta's our best option for that. I just don't want him involved in whatever weird flesh magic he has them well he was talking that that pile of flesh he was keeping in the basement of that thing he referred to it as a god i don't think that it's going to be easy changing the mind of a zealot i don't think we have to change his mind i i think he's a survivalist at heart so we'll see if there's anything we can get gained from having him around uh or passing him off if it's a thing we want to try to do but having him be a temporary ally if nothing else May also work. His mm. allegiances don't seem to be to neither the Camarilla or the Sabbat. I think his allegiance is fully to the thing in that basement. That is my understanding also. Which would mean he would do anything to prevent us getting to it. I think if we showed up at that house and waited, I think he'd we'd eventually run into him. I I'd think rather, so. Yeah, but I, I hate that we can never set the stage for our dealings with him. I mean, we also don't know what the thing he was guarding is actually capable i mean he referred to it as a god so i mean typical sabbat bullshit we'll see what the book says what you have from maybe it'll lead to some clues see if we can't get more information on that maybe Vito will be more forthcoming the next time he decides to pull his drain pipe act britta's self-consciously running her fingertips over the spot on her palm where there's still a lot of ink remaining from the crescent so step one read the book Let's see where we can go from there. I will see if anybody is still wanting. I 
believe Reese still wanted him for whatever reasons, but I'm not inclined to give Reese anything that he wants. Pretty much ever. Fair. I mean, it depends on what you could get from it, right? Like on a playing the jihad and all. Right. If it provides usefulness, but I do not... Reese is always going to give me the lesser of the deal, and I'm not interested in that half the... I'd rather give him nothing than not get equal. You'll get better at that as things go. We'll see. Reese is an old douchebag with no morals. (sighs) You have some morals. You're always going to be at the disadvantage with him. I like to set my own boards. I won't necessarily play the same game as him. I'll change the terms. I don't think any of us are all playing the same game. You met with him the other night, right? Yeah. What was that about? He wanted me to be his apprentice. For what? Blood magic. But you're not a Shamir, isn't that a, isn't that their thing? I mean, Neil learned blood magic. Sometimes, mm. rarely, t- Ventru can learn magic from the Shamir. So he wanted you to be his apprentice, huh? Yes, he wanted me to stop talking bad about him. What'd you tell him? He gave me a book, but essentially, I told him no. But you have this book. Yeah, it's somewhere. Do you have it on you now? No. It's some weird book with a rose on it. I couldn't read it. Was it a rose, like, anything to do with my clan? I did not recognize it. Okay. I mean, while I'm reading obscure books, I can throw that on the pile. If I mean, want. if you want. I don't... A, a Tremere is giving you secret knowledge. I feel like that's worth prying into a little bit. That's... Feel free to look in the book. Just fill me on what you find out, but... I'm not inclined to take his offer. He wants me... He either wants me to shut up or he wants me to keep talking. And I'm not entirely sure his game right now. Because he came at me strong. And he knew I wasn't going to respond well. If he was upset about you talking bad about him, I mean, that could really be a courtly matter at the end of the day, right? Possibly. I think there's some sort of... There's something between him and Roland, some sort of relationship that I haven't fully figured out yet. And I'm not sure if that's what's upsetting him. Or if he wants me to talk bad... In a way to set me up to take me down later. So I'll be looking into that also. Johnny, is this the exit? No, we're looking at the next one. Okay. We could take here, but it's going to be faster to get to where we want to go. I trust you, man. When I tend to be pretty good with books and that sort of thing, maybe I could help? Yeah. All right. After a long trip, the group of you get to Queens and find yourselves pulling up to JFK. It's got tons of activity. It's almost a little disconcerting how hard it is to keep track of everything that's going on. Are we really going to hold up that sign? Yep. I don't believe we have much choice. All right. It's New York City. Anything and flies un- here. And unfortunately, Kabir did not give me a very solid window. So we're gonna. I'm just going to have to be standing out here for a while. We can take turns waving it around if you want. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to move a little bit away from the van, so you guys can just keep an eye on me. But I'm going to head over to the uh, those bench area over there, where people are coming out, and keep the sign up. All right, we'll watch your back. All right. Hey, kid, mind uh, grabbing in my uh, my duffel bag there. I got a carton of Morley's. Mind pull, pull me one of the packs? It's going to be a long night. I was thinking you wanted the whole carton for a second there. <laughs> Britta goes into the duffel bag and uh, efficiently fishes out the... Uh, cigarettes and tosses a lighter along with it grabs it stuffs it in his jacket all right he nods uh leaves the keys in the ignition so that it you know there's there's still radio and everything like that and the uh van gets out with the sign and heads over to where people are coming out and posts up 
Wynne pulls her hood up and stands outside the van. She doesn't want to have to open doors if shit goes wrong. How many visual distractions are there? Would this be somewhere that Britta could use enhanced sight, or is it two sort of flashing lights? Oh, you can use your enhanced sight here. Then she uh, will. Sound not great. Too much, too many horns honking and people arguing and people traveling everywhere. To keep an eye on Johnny, she will uh, use her aspects to enhance her sight. Neil, you, Jubair, and um, a certain someone who is not actually left off. She's not conscious yet. No. She is being transported as a corpse uh, overseas. There's a whole process to that, but Jubair explained to you that he's got it well in hand. And it's just a matter of getting the two of you into the States. Uh, You find yourself way up in the sky on this plane in the dead of night. Down below are all sorts of lights. The plane kind of circles around nice and slow, and eventually it lands, and you find yourself back in America. At first, you know, there's like this mad dash for everyone to grab their luggage, and they all make their way off the plane. Flight attendants are thanking everyone for their business. Everyone's kind of been putting out cigarettes, and you get out of the plane, and... Jubair is looking around with an expression full of wonder as if he were now the person wandering a strange land with all sorts of curiosities. You, um, you said, you said you had a way past customs or or are we just going to have to disappear for a little bit here? Uh, Don't worry. We will, there are times customs is very loose here. In New York? Yes, of course. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't travel a lot. We've already landed. Yeah, but we're supposed to go over in that line over there for customs. <laughs> yes, we could, or... But that's what I, that was what I was asking. Are or... We to, okay, yeah. Fine. Let's do that, then. Although we have to get Nara. It's, it felt really weird checking her as luggage. Right? She's not going to be delivered here. Where's she going? Don't worry about it. Just relax. Enjoy I'm the surroundings. It very hard to relax. This is a sabbat. Slaps you in the mouth. It's okay. Ow! What? You have to relax. The, a I, tense man is suspicious. Yeah. So stop being suspicious. All right. I will. You will go to the bathroom. Come with me. It'll be fine. Sure. Just kind of like two dudes walks go to the bathroom. In, and by the time he steps into the bathroom itself, for that. Across that like little passageway, he's unseen. Neil, uh, not quite as smooth on the uptake, uh, goes into a stall and then disappears. Then realizes there's a door that he can't open now that he's disappeared. So like shimmies out underneath the stall floor. Jubair waits awkwardly, just trying to not listen to you. Like wiggle across that cold and for some reason wet floor. After you've eventually made it to your feet, he kind of gestures to the the doorway, and as it's opening and closing, he just kind of steps out. Can I see him? Yeah, my aspect is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I just follow after him. Uh, Neil Neil just walks quietly, thankfully, uh, across, like, shitty airport carpet, muffling the squish of his shoes from the bathroom, and uh, follows Jubilee. The two of you make your way outside. Uh... 
at a certain point the obfuscate drops, but it's after uh, customs is reviewed every after you guys have gotten past customs. It's around when you get outside that you see a strange sign being held by a not so strange man. You see a sign that says a black hand which I'll rise and choke all who oppose it. Um, and it's Johnny holding it. Uh, Jubair gives you a look. Ah, this is the one. Wait, 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 wait. What? What? How, how did you arrange this? Mind your business, Neil. I don't ask you personal questions. You, d- you ask me personal questions all the time. Well, no one tells you. on a 13-hour no flight. No one tells you to answer them. <laughs> Come on. I, uh, look, I... What? Do you, let, what? Okay. What, what time out. That, everyone, time out. everyone time out from the mission. Everyone, okay. everyone no, is two let's, of us. Everyone stop everything what we are doing, me and you. Let's talk about your feelings. Okay, great. That would make me feel a lot better. I, great. What does that mean? That's, that's a question. That's, no, talk about your feelings. That black hand sign being held by someone who I know is giving me anxious feelings. It is a code. It tells yeah. us, this is the guy. It's uh, uh, our best, I, I guess. No, um, that, was, that was all of your feelings? Mm, Johnny mentioned the black hand thing once, and it was in reference to the Sabbat. Who is last Johnny? Time I saw, that's Johnny. Oh. And the last time I saw him, I thought he was going to die, and he had mentioned the black hand, and this okay, is the Sabbat okay, City. Okay, okay, before we go further, to get, before we go further, do you owe this man money? What? No. I don't... Well... Yeah, I don't know the answer to that question. Okay, fine then. A very long time out while you figure out the question to... A, the answer to a very basic question. No, I don't think I owe him any money. Okay, then let's go. It's fine. He's not going to kill you. Mm, I hope not. Okay, fine. Why, that, why is he going to kill you? Then? Because I don't know if that's Johnny or not. So you don't even know if this man is the man that you think it is. Um, excuse me for being a little bit paranoid right now. Neil. Uh, yeah. At any moment, someone could leap out of a shadow and devour your soul. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm aware. That's why I'm paranoid. Do you know what they will not be doing? Holding up a sign waiting for you in the middle of public. Let's Unless go. That's what they want you to think. But he falls anyways. Um, he stops. What if that is what they want us to think? Yeah, exactly. All right. That's sort of the whole We'll point. find another way. No, just hold on. Hold yeah, on. that sounds me... stupid now, doesn't it? Let's go. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny uh, spots a man he does not recognize, and with and he's kind of waving when he sees the sign you're holding. And next to him, looking mildly uncomfortable, is Neil, or at least Neil's visage. <sighs> Tell us the order in which we see him, because yeah. that's going to be important here. Yeah. So right now, we're on Johnny seeing him. Johnny saw a strange man with, you know, a tanned complexion, dark hair that's kind of like swept back and kind of curly in some areas. Uh, accompanying him is Neil. What is Neil wearing? Uh, Neil is wearing khakis, sandals, and a button-down shirt that depicts palm trees. Like a black button-down shirt with like little, like a little palm tree pattern that just kind of like repeats itself over and over again. 
I can't tell whether or not this would be a frenzy check. Well, whenever you're unsure, roll for frenzy. (laughs) (laughs) Because I am super high strung. I'm in a Sabat city. I am worried that I may have been followed. Yep. Um, The people who would follow me would absolutely have access to his face. Yep. And I'm convinced he's dead. So this right. is this is somebody wearing my friend's face. This is not Neil. By the way, if I die right now, I'm gonna laugh my ass off because this is a, tr- a <laughs> and tradition. And then I'm gonna ask you for Neil. to buy your sheet. <laughs> this is a tradition of Garrett. Neil, there's nothing Ron. to worry about. Neil, by accident, fine. Okay. He's not going to kill you, right? I do, well, also, Neil should, if, owes him ten bucks. I don't know <laughs> if, if that's Johnny. No, probably not. But I don't know if that's somebody pretending to be Johnny. So what am I rolling? Self control here. You are going to roll self control at difficulty eight. I am going to spend a willpower on this roll. Thank I do you. Need that I am in the middle of an airport, and this would be a bad time to break uh, the masquerade. And that's two successes. Okay, with two successes, you manage to maintain control. Uh, when watching Johnny, you can very clearly see his hackles rise, and he gets this mean mugging look staring off at something. She takes a few steps towards him, looking to figure out what's got him agitated yeah neil immediately recognizes aggressive johnny posture okay that might actually be him but i (laughs) good i'm gonna ask hold on well stop here for a second i'm gonna ask him a question that's fine i will smoke okay i spend he takes out a pack of camels i spend blood to up my strength and my and my dexterity johnny what's going on hey uh johnny um what's What's something that only you would know, that I would know? Johnny takes a f- uh, drops the sign, takes a few steps forward, and uh, wraps a hand around the back of your neck so that it, to all other uh, people, it looks like I'm just kind of embracing a friend, maybe. And you feel the strength of which is threatening to start to uh, crack bone. Okay, that's not really I'm going to need uh, an appearance... Plus subterfuge roll. Because <laughs> I feel like absolutely no one is convinced. <laughs> Look, I'm just hugging my friend on the back hey of his friend. neck. Long time no see. Like Johnny's like muscle arms as well. Hello, really? regular human being. Any Anybody watching, would I feel like would definitely be uh, nervous that something's going on here. Yeah. But it, I just want it to be that it's not a fight breaking out, right? Yeah. Like immediately heads aren't snapping. And going, oh, God, this guy's jacking this other guy up against a wall in an airport. Yeah. But I don't have subterfuge. So that's minus one die or is that that's minus one difficulty? Okay. Nope. You just roll your appearance. Diff six? Yep. That's a botch. (laughs) (laughs) So I I think I actually... uh, Johnny, I mean to do do that, but instead I just kind of... I can't... You subtly, quote-unquote, grab him. There's a lot of popping noise, and uh, some of the people watching, like, give you mortified looks and start kind of start making get getting as much distance between you and them as possible without quite running away. Uh when runs when she sees this happening. Hey buddy, I you got any last words you sabot fuck? Yeah, it was uh, it was I was already asking you for a code word. Uh, this this might be good enough, but I I really like what's something I really want to know something that only I would know. Those are your last fucking words, scum sucker. Johnny, what's guess. going on? I I, I, I oh. Win, I don't know who the hell this is. 
when just but it her, is not Neil. Her eyes go real wide. Her jaw drops, and she just kind of pushes her hood back just enough so she can see who this is. Uh, what color did you tell me to be? What? What color did you tell me to be when I was pissed off? Uh, 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 you, um, I mean, I've told you to be a lot of colors, but- but What color did you tell me to be on New Year's Eve? I mean, you were sort of a crimson, but you needed to be more of a vermilion just to to relax. Her eyes start welling up. What was I punching? My God. A, A dumpster? Where were we? I mean, in, well, by the dumpster, by Elysium, by the, in downtown. And she kind of, like, reaches forward and, like, grabs his face. Okay, Not no. in an intent to squeeze, but just like, are you real? Johnny tries to hold her back with one hand while he's still pu- pressing him into the, uh, the masonry. Okay. This is some kind of sabat trick, win. Do uh, not fall for this. There's just, like, a lot of hands on me right now, and I, I don't, um... Uh, Johnny... P- Pulls him back off the the uh, masonry and then slams him back in. Shut up, you! Where did we go? Where did we go when all the spirits looked to the sky? Neil looks at Win and then looks like makes eye contact with Johnny, like asking permission to talk. Miles, I think that might really be Neil. Can can we go out? I mean, somebody should stay with the car, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh my god is that neil miles like ah oh, jesus all right i'll jesus, stay with man. The- um <laughs> look i'm what's going on i can't see anything johnny's jaw sets in a way that you know that he's kind of like giving it you an opening um i'm sorry when can, can you repeat the question i got where were we uh-huh when the spirits looked to the sky and i freaked out at you because I couldn't protect you. I don't remember the name of the farm. I, I Town. Oh, uh, it was like it was like Wallingford or something. I, I don't remember. Johnny took us there. You 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 mean you mean Breda? Because because nobody else knew yet. And when kind of like she keeps staring, but a couple tears drop. Oh, hello. There appears to be a misunderstanding. A man kind of comes walking over. Hey, Chibana, and he, this is not. And he um, pats. Neil, on his shoulder, this is my friend Neil. You are the man who is to meet with us and give us a ride to Connecticut. Johnny drops Neil and goes over to Wynn and starts wiping the blood off her face because that's a serious uh, mas- yeah. potential masquerade bre- mm-hmm. breach right there. Mm-hmm. Britta is giving uh, Miles a running description of everything that's happening, including the strange man. Let's take this to the van. You guys have a van? Yeah. Okay, um... Neil, it seems that your friends here are the people that will be giving us a ride. Hello, my name is Jubair. It is a very good pleasure to meet you, he says, almost like particularly at when. Coincidentally, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm sorry, can, can, give me just a second. Jubair, I know you said don't worry about it, but where are they sending Nora? Uh, New Haven. Well, they're just sending her there. Yes, of course, why? So what are they being FedEx to where? To where in New Haven? Uh, they place in New Haven now. What? Don't worry. What? How what, am I not supposed to worry? Let's take this to the van. <laughs> I love this guy. Come on, let's it, take it to the van. Okay. Where so, is the van? This way, Jubilee. Uh, Jubair. Jubair, let's go. Uh, Jubair, this is well. I guess we'll wait until the van for the. Uh, what's this? What's this guy look like? He 
uh, is clearly of either some North African or uh, Middle Eastern descent, maybe like like Algerian. And you know, he's got big brown eyes. He kind of smiles. He's got like overly bright teeth and uh, very very dark hair. And he's kind of dressed like. You know, uh, like a fucking college student on a field trip somewhere. You know what I mean? He's just kind of like very happy to be here. You're the one, you're the one that chartered this van? And that is correct, this. And how the hell do you know him? He points oh. a, a meaty finger over at Neil. This is okay. He is my fellow Ashipu. I have no idea what the hell a new Shipu is. I have no expectation that you would, but it is still the answer to your question, my friend. Come on, fam. You're standing next to a dead man. I mean, I mean that is, if we are to be technical, we are a kind of dead in the small throng of dead men. I mean, he's not wrong. He was uh, abducted by the Sabbat. Ah, uh, yes, this is true. Yeah, I am. Um, I mean, we we can talk about it in the van. I guess he was protected by the whiff of Caliph. We blood magic. Like no, that's I, a problem. I just didn't want to be there anymore. It is. I just ah, my friend, wanted to escape. This mastery of heaven and earth. Call Duran it the fuck you want. I just did. It's blood magic. No, that's very vague and ignorant. Miles, we are I'm still not sure if uh, Johnny might... Only an idiot him. would call it that. It has a name. You now have it. Do you want to go out there? Uh, as We really need to move this conversation yeah. out of an airport. I, I agree. Uh, you are the escort to take us to New Haven. Please, show us the way. Yeah. He kind of waves his hand. Right this way. The van doors open very quickly. Britta has clearly been, like, jittering. Neil, I don't know if these friends are actually friendly. Well, I... Yeah, it's it's complicated, I, I guess. Um, last time last time I saw them, I, I... I thought everyone was dying. I thought we were all dying. Ah, you left him to die. Well, I've done this no, before, too. I've made many enemies this no, way. No, not... That's, I, that's they not never actually would, die when you leave them to die. That's not how I would put it. I... We just, everybody, oh boy. Neil, is that really you? Neil sort of like, what, his his expression has changed from like panicky paranoid to sheepish paranoid. As the van door opens, he, he sort of steps inside. What uh, time is it, by the way? Yeah, it's, 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 it's like 4.30. Kabir gave me directions to a place I could go uh, post up for the night down in New York here, right? Right. Or did he say that, that the contact was going to have that? Uh, so he told you you're going to be at a place in Queens. Okay. And the contact has the location. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's me. Hi. I'm really glad all of you were alive. I didn't, I didn't think you were. Britta is looking be. him over like with the enhanced eyesight as if she might find like some seam in the disguise. But once like she scans him and she scans... Wynn and Johnny's reactions after a moment of hesitation she does hop off the bench fully and hug Neil. Oh, th- thanks. Um, I... Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're all okay. What... I mean, I mean, what happened? Is is New Haven safe? Is it taken over? Is where... I didn't know where to go. Where did you go? I, I, I was in Baghdad. We're not just having this conversation out in the open. You're um, shutting your mouth. You don't. None of you are saying anything else to this guy. I don't even know that this is fucking Neil. Johnny, take the wheel. Get in the van. He kind of like growls to the two of these guys. What is this thing? That's an excellent question. 
It is. You arrived for tonight. You have an address for me? You will take us to the Hotel Sofitel. Is it over in Queens? Oh, it is not. Where is it? Uh, it is in downtown Manhattan. Manhattan. Very uh, close. Very close. Practically the so, same. So you think. He uh, climbs into the front of the van and starts heading to, uh, to one of the bridges to get back over to Manhattan. Okay. Britta's still kind of staring. Like, even though she hugged him, she's not quite believing it. Nothing bad happened when she hugged him, but she's not convinced. Wynn is sort of vibrating with indecision about whether to believe this is Neil or not. She has every reason to believe that those answers were true and only Neil would know them. But Johnny knows the Sabbat. Somehow, during this whole ride, whenever Neil looks up to the rear view, Johnny is staring <laughs> daggers at him. <laughs> it's still driving fine. But man, oh man, every time it's just like he looks up and he, he, Johnny chose that moment to look back in the rear view to stare, already be staring daggers at him. Neil is, spends most of the trip basically in the far corner on one of the benches, at, like away from everybody, but maybe Jubair is kind of looking down and like he's trying to curl in on himself as much as possible. And coincidentally, every time he is like, oh, I can't take the silence anymore. I'm going to say something is when he looks up. And catches Johnny staring at him and just puts his head back down after and doesn't say anything. After a few minutes. Did any clear anything? Britta, you getting anything? Win? I mean, he looks... I'm using my sight and he looks right. I asked him a bunch of questions only the real Neil would know. And he answered them all right. Yeah, I, I, to be fair. And then he sees Johnny looking at him and just sucks up again. Neil, I've never known you not to speak. What's going on? I, um... Johnny, would you stop glaring at him? Johnny slowly takes his eyes and puts it back on the road. Not to, um, you know, play play the play the hand here, but uh, you, you got me at a disadvantage. Um, I, I asked Johnny for clarifying questions earlier, too, and he didn't answer me, so I don't actually know that you guys are you. It's not a fun way. fucking throttle him if he puts that bullshit out one more time. <laughs> Just... I've got it. What would you like to know, Neil? I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I'm being chased by murderers. I, I would love to know that you guys are, are, are actually you. Not those murderers. You're still being chased by the Sabbat. No, 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 no. So, so somebody different. More. Yeah. Like some mites. Yeah. Somebody who scares me a lot more than the Sabbat. Fantastic. Great. So, what do you what do you want to know? I, 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 I don't know. D tell me something that I would know that only you would know that I would know. Oh my God. The same with the, the wind did to me. Um, I'm unsure. Uh, we never came up with a series of passcodes. Not that anything is technically. I mean, I'm feeling pretty convinced right now. You can, you can, you know. I mean, my annoyance level is way higher than it was previously. Ask me what was in your haven. Um, what uh. What's underneath the bed in my haven? There's a trap door down into a cellar. There's a shitload of newspapers and magazines and some weird occulty stuff and some red plant. Um, is it is it still there? Because I, I haven't been home in like... I certainly hope so. <laughs> no, I, I don't uh, just mean that. It kind of sits I mean, back I mean, like, quiet. Whole, okay. There's the bathtub, Neil. Okay. I, yeah. I guess as good as 
I mean, you can just get inside your head, but I, I don't want to. It, it feels like I could have done the same thing. I've been trying not to. Exactly. It seems rude. You can appreciate the fact that I'm listening to Miles and not smoking your ass the second we get to where we're going. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Is that proof that I'm Johnny enough for you? It's p- proof that you know the dynamic between Johnny and Miles. What happened in- to you inside Xantos's house? Or do you want me to tell you what happened inside Xantos's yeah, house? Yeah, no, I know what happened to me. I, I want to know if you know what happened I know to what me. happened to you, but would you like me to tell you? Y- yeah, that's oh, kind of okay. the whole, like, we're doing a thing, although... Yes, Miles is kind of smiling at him. Yeah, you had your ribs exploded inwards, it seemed, by Mr. Vito and causing you to fountain blood out of you. Yeah, that did happen. And then you tried to scramble behind the bar. Yes. Yeah, that's... Yep. Britta looks for a second at Neil's companion at all of these strange mentions of strange things. Does he appear to have any reaction to any of this? You will notice that he is very subtly looking at when... Britta follows that. <laughs> he just Wait. does not seem to care yeah. about the, the is it subject. Is Kabir with a mustache? <laughs> Britta, does he have a mustache? <laughs> Britta, Britta follows that line of sight, like kind of subtly as well, and like her eyes flick back to him, kind of checking where on when his eyeline might be falling. Uh, he's he's like pretty clearly checking her out. Noted. Britta kind of like blinks and. <laughs> Reattends the very important conversation. <laughs> have all of these things we're asking, telling each other, could have easily been been figured out by the Sabbat. Vito might still be running with them. We don't, we don't know that. You want to actually prove me your your Neil? Sure. Wawa ninety one. What did you say? Oh, um, I mean, do I? Guys, the whole thing. God, you guys went to a Wawa. What is a Wawa? It's a convenience store. Johnny and I were... Man, this is embarrassing. Do I have... Do it. I, um... Jesus, Johnny. I don't... It was the Phil Collins stuffed turkey rant. I I don't... Don't make me do it in the van. Alright, I think that's Neil. (laughs) We all just watch him and then look between the two. Like Johnny actually what? has tear, uh, blood tears running down his face at this point. Neil looks deeply ashamed. What? Wynn kind of reaches up and kind of returns the favor of wiping Johnny's eyes so he can drive. Britta is just muttering under her breath, the what? Let's just, let's just drop it, okay? We don't have to. It's right now that uh, Johnny makes it to Fifth Avenue. This is a lot nicer than I'm dressed for. Uh, he looks for a parking garage attached to this. Uh, oh, yeah. They find uh, a parking garage. Attached to the hotel. Uh, they kind of, there's a person that's there. They're waiting to park the vehicle for you. Starting to think I should have picked the vehicle for this. Look, no offense, but getting in and out of New, uh, New York with no one noticing. I think they just n- noticed right now as we pulled this kidnapper van into a Fifth Avenue hotel. Yeah, but honestly, there's also six of us, and I don't know if Johnny knew how many people he was picking up. But oh, having no idea. a larger van makes a Someone lot more... Someone knocks on the window. A lot more sense. Yo, you want me to park your car for you? Are you in the right... Do you need directions or something? No, we're, uh... We've got, uh, reservations at the hotel. <laughs> well, all right, then. Yeah, let me, uh... Why don't I take care of this for you? Get everything in the bags? Got it. I got my stuff at least. 
Johnny gets out, hands the guy a, a, the key, or like, leaves the keys in the car, but hands the guy a 20. Thank you, sir. And uh, he kind of pockets the 20, and he's going to go park the van. Jabir kind of very casually strides into this, like, stunning five-star hotel, just kind of assuming that the group of you are coming along. I'll follow him along with my guitar case. Wynn follows, carrying whatever bags she thought to grab on the way out. When inside, he has just a very quick exchange with the receptionist, and key cards are distributed. He kind of gives the group of you, like, a little smile, and he's like, Don't worry, this is uh, just uh, a little way of showing um, appreciation for your assistance. Come, come. He leads you to the elevator, where you travel very, very high on this old, like, 1940s or 50s elevator. Uh, it's very classy. Lots of, like, gold uh, and Art Deco-like style designs everywhere. You come up to this, like, massive penthouse room that has a, a gorgeous view of the city. You can kind of see that there's there's definitely a swimming pool uh, outside on this, like, rooftop-like uh, hideout, and uh, there are rooms there. Like, rooms in this, like, you know, dormitory, essentially. And he hands you guys uh, card keys. Question. Are there enough rooms for each of us? The room itself does not quite have enough rooms for everyone. I, it, it's pretty clear he probably didn't expect uh, a van this full. Britta is keeping an eye on the dynamic between him and Wynn. Jabir, I have to appreciate your accommodations here. Oh, thank you, my friend. Oh, my uh, name is Miles. Pleased to meet you. I am I am Jubair, and uh, uh, I intend to spend much of the rest of the evening smoking by the pool. You're welcome to join me. Hmm, I might spend some time on uh, the pool. But please, the group of you, make yourselves comfortable. This is not exactly the sort of place that the Sabbat would visit, so I think we can relax for a while. I uh, I don't mean to ruin your plans for the evening, but we only have maybe an hour, two at best, before the sun is up. Then I should light now, then. He kind of, like, laughs, takes out a camel cigarette. Like, you know those, like ridiculous camel wides mm. he lights himself a camel wide and uh steps is outside it camel wide yeah is it just a bigger cigarette it's yeah. a wider cigarette it's literally yeah. what it is yep yeah. okay they're fat looking <laughs> it's good to know thanks guys <laughs> in the rooms are like big windows and stuff huge okay there are, there are definitely big windows uh Jubair doesn't seem concerned uh but yeah Neil, looking at, like, wherever the big windows are, still seems a little skittish around everybody. Like, he's not sure how this dynamic is going to play out. And just cut his thumb on one of his fangs and starts writing symbols on windows. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give me a casting? Yeah, that's, like, six successes. Okay, perfect. Uh, and he just does it on, like, basically anywhere where sunlight might come in. He just... Starts writing and like muttering to himself, still kind of looking around at everybody, just not really sure how to proceed from here. What are you doing? Um, I am enacting a curtain of will. There's there's a lot of windows in this place that I don't think we want sunlight coming through. I don't remember you doing anything like that before. It's um, it's been enlightening a couple of weeks. Has it only been a couple of weeks? It feels. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. I was. Was drugged out most of the time. My, my mind was elsewhere, so I, I don't. I lost a lot of time. What happened? I, I tried to get Elsa out. 
like I said, I was going to, we were, were going to escape. Um, uh, I saw, uh, I saw Jane and Johnny's daughter get away. They, they peeled out, they drove off. Um, so that was good. That, that all worked. And then this woman came out of nowhere. She had a cutlass. There were a bunch of, um, just these animalistic looking gangrel with her. And then when I stopped and I looked back, they were, they were just gone. There's, there's no, there was no out. There was no escaping that. And she said she just needed a victim and she, I don't know. I knew Miles needed Elsa. Just uh, something I couldn't just, she said she wanted a victim and it was a choice. I, I could have, and it just didn't seem right. I, I couldn't just sacrifice somebody else and I Neil Elsa made it that's good I, I didn't know what was going on last I saw Miles and Johnny were, were running at a like a werewolf or something and and then um, I asked her I pushed Elsa back inside and, and then I asked that woman I, I said I, I don't really want to be here for this can I and and she sort of shrugged didn't really seem like she cared either way so I I, I keep blood, uh, drugged blood, in, in coins and little objects sometimes, and I, I, I just took one out of my pocket, and I I just wanted to disappear. I didn't want to feel it at the end. And um, then everything started to go black, and there was a pain in my chest, and then I woke up in Baghdad. Um, How's that? Nara told me. She um, she said the, the whiff of Khalif that I had taken at the end she she had come. She was looking for me. She needed a favor. She needed my help. Who's Nara? Um, remember how I said I had some personal relationships with the children of Hakim? No, I don't remember that. I, I was asking when. Yeah. Nara is. Uh, personal relationship. She's very special. Why didn't she come with you? Yes. <laughs> um. She she did. She's being shipped to. New Haven, Jibair said she was in torpor. We we couldn't get her on the plane. She healed me. She she took care of me. And she attacked by those assassins that they're following you. They they um. I was she there the for, one keeping you drugged. Yeah yeah. I they they needed information. They said I had seen something and I had. They they wanted to know about this thing that's coming. The the Herald Urshugi is the name. Uh, so Jubair and, uh, and Nara, they, they kept me in this apartment in Baghdad overlooking the city, just trying. I, I tried so hard for them to, to, to see the right things. So I, I was kind of spaced out for a few weeks. Urshogi? I don't know. It's a, I mean, I, I sort of know it's something, it's something bad. Can I make an occult roll? Yes. Uh, four successes. Shulgi of Ur was the second king of the third dynasty of Ur during the Sumerian Renaissance. Uh, he reigned for 48 years from uh, C-2094 to C-2047, which is uh, 2029 C-1982 to 1982 BC. An ancient Sumerian king. A child. Johnny kind of raises an eyebrow between both of you, like kind of impressed with wind, but also kind of terrified that this is where the conversation is going. A small. I saw it that night that I ascended the ladder when when we went out to Wallingford when we did all of that at the end uh, and then New Year's Eve too. Uh, just a small child, skin black and charred, coming out of a tomb. Uh, told me the paths have to split. Uh, apparently, it's important to Nara's people. There's some sort of schism happening, and 
I um, so they wanted to know more. They needed to know more. And the last night I was in Baghdad, which must have been just last night, the night before, I had just started for a new vision when one of the members of the Web of Knives was clutched on the outside of the tower and tried to pull me out. And we ran, because it's all we could do, and just ran. It was like a, like over rooftops and eventually threw ourselves into the river and escaped as best we could. Lost him somewhere along the line, but in, in the process, Nara um, was struck down and she was put into torpor. And I, I managed to hold on to her, but. Are you, are you still having these visions? Not in the last day or so. Have you been off the drugs in that time period? Yeah. I, I, um, Alamut has, obviously, uh, plentiful harvests of Khalif. Not, not like the little grow lab underneath my haven. They, they have a lot. So, I could be pretty consistent. Just pretty consistently gone and searching. I mean, on the plus side, he's like, continues to sort of draw symbols and stuff on the windows. It, um, opened my mind to a few things that, had been difficult to parse I've been trying to work on for a while now but you know that's the benefit of having a teacher sure we can call it that uh, but on the good side on the plus side if this works the way it's supposed to um, sun even with the windows wide open sun won't come in here how do you test this before it? it's a good question I had not considered that alright why are you back in New Haven then we had to get out of Baghdad and you ended up in New Haven uh, Jubair asked me where I should go, where we should go that was safe. Uh, I, I, I didn't know if New Haven was safe or not. I have no idea if it's been taken by the Sabbat. I, I didn't know if any of you were alive. I, I don't know what happened to any of you, but it was the only place I could think of to go. You know there's international phones, right? Yeah, I, 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 was, in a, I was in a stupor for a couple of weeks, and then I was running from assassins. I, I didn't have a phone. Mm. Well, it's good that you are back. The domain is still standing. Good. And the werewolf is dead. Yeah, what the hell? I thought we had agreed that we were just going to run. No, no, I never agreed to that. Well, no. That's what I thought too, but... No, no I see. was fairly sure the plan was not to run. I was never going to run. That's not what I remember talking about, but I'm glad you... I'm glad you're all alive. I didn't... I wasn't sure. Is um. Yeah, because I thought that leaving the building would be problematic since there would be a bunch of spot around, but yeah, okay. And we managed to recover Joey. Yeah. Good. I'm Joey's okay. He's he's still with me. I'm glad when... Unfortunately, Reese is still alive. Shaw when is it, not. Shaw is not. What happened to Shaw? Johnny happened to Shaw. Reese happened to Shaw. I mean, yes, but ultimately... Wait, so what... Wait, 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 wait. What happened after you left was the werewolf tore through damn near a quarter of the court before Miles and I managed to put it down. Barely. I wouldn't say barely you handed that thing a defeat. The, um, the werewolf was just a young girl that the killing spree bagged and tossed in to scare everybody out so they could grab the victim. Um, when we put it down, Shaw saw a chance to try and put the rest of us down. I don't know how much of a heads up he had about what was going down, but he put a stake through Miles and damn near got to me, until Reese somehow pulled the blood from both of our bodies, sending us into hunger frenzy. That makes sense. And I tried to diabolize him. Are you... Di it didn't work. Didn't take. 
I shot Reese, but he... It wasn't him. I'm sorry. I, I should have seen that it was a ghoul suit. I, I... No one's blaming you, Neil. I should have seen anyways. Not much we could have done differently. I, sh- I should have been less focused on him as a target. But I got Joey back, so there's not a lot of room for regret. The real kicker is... Not a whole lot has changed since that night. The Sabbat are still warring on the city, causing massive masquerade breaches wherever they can that we're barely managing to contain. In some cases, we're not. There's a lot more panic and positions, people, it's all being shuffled. I mean, Miles, you're the sheriff now and... Wait, what? What happened to Weathers? Is Weathers okay? Weathers is okay. Reese hasn't lost any status in the domain. And instead, punished Weathers for... Allowing things to happen. And has put Miles in charge. So now Miles is reporting to Reese. To Rollins. Well, we can... Well, what happened to Arabella? We can split hairs in that all day. We haven't found her yet. She just disappeared? She hasn't been seen since then. She hmm. took off. Okay. I might be able to help with that kind of thing. Um, what we really need help with is tracking down Xantosa. Okay. We can do that. What about you? Besides getting away from these assassins, um, I imagine things have changed since you've now been transported halfway across the world. Again, I um, I wasn't really fully aware for most of my trip, but like I said, I, there's some sort of schism that either has to happen or is going to happen or has already happened with the children of Hakim. Nara said she wanted my help. I, I wanted to talk to her more about it, more context, but I, she's in a box right now. So Jubier and Nara need something and they've decided to, it seems like flee the Middle East and are now in New Haven. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's not safe there for people who are onto whatever it is. The web of knives is doing. I'm not sure it's going to be that much safer for them here. I said that, but the web of knives is uh, terrifying. Maybe they're hoping they'll stick out more here. When a web of knives assassin wants to kill you, they don't stick out. They just appear, and then you're dead. They're still alive. I managed to get lucky. So it's doable. Or they didn't want to kill me. I. It's unclear. Well, I mean, all three of you are still alive. They still have to travel, and they still have to feed, correct? As far as I know. I mean, there are ways to travel faster than plane, but I don't know who's supporting them. I don't know where they are. Well, there's clearly support, she says, looking around at the very opulent surroundings. Oh, no, Jubair is not a member of the Web of Knives. But he is an assolite. Yeah. Oh, this ought to be interesting. Do you know if the Web of Knives is Sabat or... No, they are their own thing. Like the Sedites? Yeah, if the Sedites were scary. I mean, I think the Sedites would disagree with you, but... I'm sure they would. But they... But... Neil, you'll be fine coming back into New Haven, but I would like to point out that if we're bringing two Asimites into the domain, that could get a little bit sticky unless they ask for proper hospitality. We should be able to make that happen. Do they? Are they going to... Is your friend Jubair and Nara going to be okay with letting themselves be put on record like that? I don't know. It's going to have to be a conversation, I guess. I, I'm not entirely sure what next steps are for them other than don't die. I know I was trying to help them get information, but I'm missing a lot of the context. Do you trust these people? Completely. With my life. I mean, Jubair has saved me multiple occasions, and uh, with Nara, I just sort of, like, 
falls silent in a sort of a very clearly like, I'm fond of this person. I don't really want to talk about it kind of way. I might be able to handle something. Do they have a, can they put together some sort of present? I can talk to Jubier. If, um, I mean, it, there's gonna, uh, yes, but also, uh, historically, I mean, if Reese is still around and has a lot of sway and status, that's might be an issue. Historically, the, um, children of Hakim and the Tremere do not get along. Fantastic. Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the classic world of darkness. Britta Ashcroft the Toreador was played by Rebecca Steigelfest. Johnny Saxon the Bruja was played by Garrett Gabby. Miles Davenport the Venture was played by Tim Davis. Neil Foster the Malkavian was played by Rob Meerhead. Wynn Cabot the Gangrel was played by Erica Webb. Your storyteller was Lex Lopez. Recording by Rebecca Steigelfest. This episode was edited by Rob Meerhead. The music used in this episode was January Grunge Love Fest by Technoaxe. Visit them online at technoaxe.com. Path of Night uses the 20th anniversary edition rule set of Vampire the Masquerade with a few limited house rules. Vampire the Masquerade is owned by Paradox Interactive. Make sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Path of Night Pod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash pathofnightpodcast, or email us at pathofnightpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time, kindred. Johnny's going to growl into the mic for a while. <laughs> Just getting real deep in there with all kind of... Uh, I don't like when he says real so. deep in there. Is anybody else? Sorry. <laughs> Just wondering oh. if it's just me. Bruja SMR. <laughs> Win and Johnny at Night Sun 95K. The Howl. Oh! <laughs> oh dear God, that could actually be a decent segment. No. Not, not, oh, that, no. not that specifically, but putting people in a, like a radio show. I hate this. Let's move on. <laughs> Wait, he hates hold it. on. He hates it, so that means it's automatically a Johnny Wynn radio like segment? segment where they like, have a guest. Just like thirty minutes of yeah. them just interviewing someone. And here we yeah. have some miles Mr. the producer Kabir. occasionally cuts in. <laughs> Kabir, I this hear you awful. like spit in your coffee. Let's discuss. <laughs> oh, Wait, is it, is this <laughs> a, and, okay? So here's the thing. I, gotta, I, I have to have a sound effect board. Ooh, spit in his coffee. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I, if we're doing radio shows. <laughs> <laughs> I love this soundboard, man. <laughs> I like it better if he just makes up. All if we're if we're doing more, to, if we're oh, doing radio shit, shows, it's Johnny. You realize a soundboard's actually a thing, right? Like you don't just make noises with your mouth. <laughs> well, what do you what? make them with? I'm sorry. What was that, Rob? You, you mean want? they're fake? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you were saying. Yeah, yeah. No, if we're doing radio shows, we need to. I, I we need at least two different radio shows. One is the <coughs> fucking morning zoo crew. Of- <laughs> Johnny and Win. Yeah, yeah, that's us. And then the other one is just a, an NPR style podcast. Neil and Britta <laughs> just talking to whoever. And then Miles obviously is producing for both and just jumps in in the middle of all. <laughs> or he's just the music segment playing the new hits. And now Miles with the news. They're all terrible. Uh, Hi, new- this <laughs> is Miles speaking. <laughs> Look, I love the idea of everyone doing things and then Miles. Just being so uncomfortable on mic. <laughs> you guys can each do a commercial. Johnny's like, if you don't chew big red, fuck you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>